بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد ونادي ابن حاتم رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال اتقوا النار ولو بشق تمره متفق عليه Adi bin Hatim radiyallahu ta'ala anhu is the narrator of the hadith. Adi bin Hatim radiyallahu ta'ala anhu himself is a personality who was known for his great generosity. Interestingly, this hadith is in the chapter which deals with generosity and magnanimity. In fact, it's mentioned about Adi bin Hatim that once someone asked him that is there anyone who is more generous? Do you know of anyone or have you come across someone who is more generous than yourself? So he responded to this and he said that even the general Arab amongst the Arabs, the dwellers of the desert, they are known as Arab. So he says that a normal Bedouin of the Arabs, a normal Bedouin of the desert, is more generous than myself. So he mentions one the incident that once we were a group that were traveling and we put up camp at the place of one Bedouin and this person slaughtered a goat or a sheep and amongst the Arabs the eating of the the head of the goat or the sheep is something that is regarded as a delicacy. And inside the head of the goat or the sheep, obviously, is the maghaz or the brains. So he says, this person roasted this and presented it to us. We were quite a large group. And he said, I commented whilst eating that these brains are very, very tasty or delicious. He said, no sooner has had this comment passed my mouth, this person went and slaughtered another goat left the entire remnants of the entire goat and only presented the brains to us. And like this, he kept on slaughtering one goat after the other and presenting the brains of that animal to us. Why? Because the mehman and the guest had passed the comment that the brains of the animal were very, very tasty. He says, the next morning when we came out of the tent, we saw that there were a hundred corpses, a hundred goats that this man had slaughtered to present to his guests like this. So he said, I asked this Bedouin that how many goats do you have? So he said, hundred is all I possess. So he said, subhanallah, he was greatly surprised that whatever this person possessed in the world, every one of these animals he had sacrificed it in order to fulfill the desire of his guests. So Adi bin Hatim told him that why did you do such a thing? So he said that in serving the guests is barakah and blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I had to it will, my heart would not allow me to leave any desire of my guests unfulfilled. So Adi bin Hatim radiallahu ta'ala anhu, in exchange for this, gifted this particular Bedouin with a thousand camels in exchange for his hundred goats. But he passed the comment and he said that even the ordinary Arab or Bedouin or resident of the desert is more generous than Adi bin Hatim radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Nevertheless, in the rates from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Nabiya Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ittaqunnaar walaw bishiqi tamara. As we mentioned, the benefits of sadaqah 
the benefits of charity, the benefits of spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you look at the various ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they are too numerous to mention. In fact, one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Dawu maradakum bi sadaqah. He said, treat your sick and your ill amongst you with sadaqah and with charity. Another very effective benefit of sadaqah and charity is what is mentioned in this particular hadith. Where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Safeguard yourself, ittaqun nar. Safeguard yourself from the fire of Jahannam. Even if it be with half a date, bishiqqi tamra, one translation we can make half a date, or even if it be with a portion of a date. A person does not have to be rich or wealthy to give sadaqah and charity or to exhibit generosity. In fact, in one riwayat it is mentioned, Sabaka dirham, mi'ata alf dirham. That one person gave one dirham in the way of Allah Ta'ala, and another person gave a hundred thousand dirhams. But the person who gave one dirham got more reward than the one who gave one hundred thousand dirhams. Sabaka dirham, mi'ata alf dirham. And the explanation Ulama Ikram give for such a hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They say the man that gave one dirham maybe only had two or he only had the one. So whatever he had, he gave it away. And the other person possessed millions. So if you look at the percentage of his wealth that he gave, it was a very small percentage. Whereas the person who only gave one dirham gave a very large percentage of his wealth. لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ amala. Allah Ta'ala says, we are testing you. Who amongst you will do the, the best of actions? In shariat, Quality is matloob, quantity is not matloob and desired. Allah did not say, ayyukum akhtharu amala, who does the most, but ahsanu amala, who does the best, who does the greatest quality of action. So even if your possessions are less in this world, Rasulullah is saying, save yourself from Jahannam. Save yourself from Jahannam, walau bishiqi tamara. Even if it is with a small piece of date, even if it is half a date, the analogy in this hadith is that same date or that sadaqah or that charity that you will spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this will become a barrier between you and the fire of hell. Allah Ta'ala says, فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ In fact, there's one mashur incident. One Bedouin came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ali mentions this incident in his Hayat al-Sahaba. And he said to Rasulullah sallallahu Teach me the Qur'an which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taught you. So Rasulullah sallallahu appointed Sayyidina Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu ta'ala anhu to teach this person. So Ali radiallahu ta'ala started teaching this person Surah Zilzal, Ida Zulzilatil Abdu Zilzalaha. وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَثْقَالَهَا وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا لَهَا يَوْمَئِذٍ تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا بِأَنَّ رَبَّكَ أُوحَالَهَا يَوْمَئِذٍ يَصْدُرُ النَّاسُ أَشْتَاتًا لِيُرُوا أَعْمَالَهُمْ فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ شَرًّا يَرَهُ So when they came to the last two verses of Surah Zilzal, ordinary Bedouin, this man was not somebody who had some cultured background, or was very lettered, or was very educated. 
But such was the effect of Qur'an on the hearts of Sahaba Ikram. That it is said this Bedouin fell onto his knees and he said, Yakfini Zarratan, Yakfini Zarratan, Yakfini Zarratan. The two Zarras are sufficient for me. If you look at this Arabic word Zarra, what does it mean? Alama Ikram explained, they say Zarra means the smallest possible particle. What they call, what, what is further explained, they say, Juz la yata How does something become small? By dividing it. So, Juz la yata means when something reaches an undivisible point. In other words, you keep dividing something, it becomes so small that you can't divide it further. So, this in Arabic means zarra. Previously, it was thought that the smallest particle is an atom. Now they find that inside the atom, one million the size of the atom is the neutron or the proton. So that even smaller than that. So Allah Ta'ala says, فَمَيْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ يَرَى Allah says, if you do khayr, good, equivalent to one dharra, smaller than an atom, a day is coming that you will see this. وَمَيْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ يَرَى and likewise, if you will do evil, if you will break the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, equivalent to one dharra, one mustard seed, one, one translation is given. Or smaller than an atom, if you do shar and evil, a day is coming. When, when a person will say, Mali hadal kitab, la yugadiru sagiratan wa la kabiratan illa ahsaha. What type of a book is this? nushirat. Allah says the pages will be open and on that day, the person will say, what type of a book is this? لا يغادر صغيرة ولا كبيرة إلا أحصاها There is nothing small, insignificant or even large that has been concealed. Everything is revealed. So it is said, with regards to this verse of the Qur'an, ulama say, أخوف آيات في القرآن أخوف آيات في القرآن قرآن پاک کے خوفناک ترین آیات They say this is the most fearsome verse of the Qur'an. Allah says that if you do one dharra of shar, you will see it. And on the other hand, basharat and glad tidings, if you do one dharra of khair and good, you will see it. Such was the effect, one surah of the Qur'an, and this person falls onto his knees and he says, Yakfini dharratan, these two dharras are sufficient for me. I don't need to learn anything else in the Qur'an. When Ali radiallahu anhu went back to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and he said that, Ya Rasulullah, this is what this man is saying. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Leave him alone. The faqahat and the comprehension and the understanding of deen has come to him. In other words, the fear of Allah has entered the heart. So coming back to this hadith of Ali bin Hatim radiallahu ta'ala anhu, nar tamara. If you don't possess a lot, it does not mean you should not exhibit generosity. Whatever you have, Every day what you have at your disposal, spend it in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With this intention, like I said, there are many benefits of sadaqah. One benefit is that the sadaqah and charity is a barrier and a protection between you and Jahannam. Whatever you have, Nabi Salaam says, fear Jahannam. Fear Jahannam. Save yourself from the fire of hell. Walau bishiqqi tamra. Even if it is with half a date. Even if it is with a piece of date, spend it in sadaqah. Spend it in charity. Why? It will never go to, to waste. فَمَيْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرَيْ Allah says, do, do good, do sadaqah, do charity, whatever good you do, even if it is equal to one zarra, one atom, smaller than an atom, even if it is a mustard seed, little, a little bit, yara, 
you will see it. In other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant it back to you in a form of benefit, in a form of reward. And in the light of this hadith, it will be a protection from Jahannam. Like your stuff, fixed one.